0: Hello and welcome to Brno and the Czech Republic after a jaw-dropping race here. Unbelievable. None of us woke up this morning believing that it would be possible for KTM to win and ultimately being Brad Binder, but so it is. What a fairy tale we have just witnessed and what a race. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to have enough time to analyse this, but first of all, we have to just talk about the race winner, Brad Binder. We all love him. He's just such a great, great guy, uh, such a fast rider. We all knew he was good, but, I, I mean, I've got to admit, I didn't see this one coming, Simon.
1: No, no, I don't think anyone... Ex- well, he didn't expect that he could win, you know. He knew <laughs> that he could have a good day, he said in uh, Park Fermi. Hey, the thing is, who would have expected KTM to have what looked to me the best front end out there at the mm. end of the race and get a rear tyre to the end of the race you know because last year that was their two weaknesses you know apart from a couple of others and unreal progressive um, made brad um you said it we all love him in the paddock because he's a nice fella but it's the way he rides he always puts in 100 percent, and he can't help but admire that can you you know that's why we're fans and that's what he did today you know and it works <laughs>
0: box office binder we'll be hearing from him shortly because uh Our good buddy, Matt Burt, will be talking to the top three. Also joined on the podium by Franco Morbidelli, a maiden podium for him, and Jo Anzarko, who was on pole. Uh, Let's start with uh, Jo Anzarko, because he started on pole position. A great ride. Of course, a lot is going to be talked about regarding uh, the incident between him and Polis Bargaro. Some are saying, I can already see on social media, that it's a racing incident. Uh, ultimately, it wasn't Pole's fault. He got the penalty. Do you think it was justified?
1: Um, well, the penalty was a very small one, wasn't it? You know, Johan still finished on the podium. So yeah, I think he deserved it because if it is someone's fault, it's the overtakers, you know, and um, I know that corner really well. It's double apex. So you go in tight right by the curb, run out a little bit, bring it back and fire it down the next straight. And Pole was just bringing it back. Joanne decided to sneak it in there, but he didn't get his front wheel past where Paul would stand up and go, "Whoop!" You know, and then so you know the penalty was fair, I think, in my opinion, and uh, especially that he lost very little. But that was partly down to. Joan being incredible, wasn't it? You guys were laughing on the live. like It was truly stunning. It was almost like he'd practiced it. And, and uh... This is the moment. This is, oh, the, he...
0: this is the incident right here that we can see with Joanne yeah. Zarko. I mean, one thing we should just point out, Simon, is that there was no malicious intent no, from Zarko no, to try and not. knock him off.
1: No, no, of course not. But he wasn't passed, you know. And so you've either got to, as an overtaker, you've got to get by uh, enough so the guy sees you or... Don't do it, you know. And it's to be fair to John, it's one of those corners where that sort of thing happens, you know. It does, you know. And we've seen it um, a few different classes, Moto2, at different tracks, same sort of corner. Uh, anyway. This but was, look, this was that's special. Magic Because dirty track, you know, it doesn't get used. And he did it precision. If you touch the line, you have to do it again. He was so close. He it was... Yeah, awesome.
0: It's, uh, delighted for Joe Anzarko to be back on the podium. How ironic that the moment he had was with his former teammate and former employers, of course, KTM. Great for the Esponsorama team and Ruben Sharrison Co. as well. So many congratulations to them. I'm looking forward to hearing what the Frenchman has to say to Matt shortly. Franco Morbidelli, uh, he did everything he could today. He did everything right. I mean, he got to the front, he led, which we thought he might do, but ultimately he ran into trouble a little earlier than we maybe thought.
1: The, the way I look at it is... Brad and him were the same in Moto2. They they both went out there and did a perfect race. It's just that Brad's... um Kit, whatever setup wise seemed to go on for longer you know it was going to be a ktm one two in my opinion you know um i'm not sure what order you know if Paul stayed on mm. but um it just showed that the the ktm seemed to have the edge today somehow over morbidelli's yamaha i think he did a perfect job the tires just dropped off more on his machine it's to great me. to
0: see him finally get his first MotoGP gp podium I and mean, you kind of got the feeling from when we saw his reactions with you utter relief in many ways
1: yeah he was not disappointed was he and i'll be honest i know that feeling my first one um those that last part of the race you're just thinking i've gotta get this podium if i make a mistake and crash everyone's going to call me names you know like uh... a <laughs> and so you get it and that's what i recognized in him he was super happy you know no regret.
0: Just an incredible race. It was such a shame to see Paul go out of it because it was looking like maybe being a Red Bull KTM 1-2. We've got uh, the riders currently going through interviews, so we'll come back to those guys in a moment. Let's just analyse the rest. Alex Rins in fourth. I mean, the guys who are on the podium deserve the podium, but, I mean, you would not have taken away from Alex. What a job. If
1: you can see if alex was 100 percent shoulder wise the team didn't even know if he'd get there he's done so few laps mm. he was doing a maximum of like four run four lap runs and he did warm up what a couple of laps just to try and get that shoulder through. And he finished a good fourth, a fighting fourth. Um, I've got to say, if he was 100%, he'd have been fighting at the very front.
0: Yeah, disappointment ultimately for his teammate, Joanne Meir, who crashed out uh, with Ika Lekawona earlier on. Valentino Rossi was fifth as well, from 10th on the grid. Not a bad job. I mean, ultimately, paying for the qualifying. I'm not sure if Valentino would have quite had the pace for the podium. We'll never know.
1: Uh, But either way, not a bad job at all. Valentino can't be disappointed. I think he did a really good job. What happened to Maverick? It's just... throw in there again the new generation faster they're faster
0: they are although Maverick Vinales wasn't
1: oh yeah what
0: happened there 14th today I mean that after the two second places in Spain that is a head scratcher and
1: we know how talented he is I always say it but Mm. if I was Yamaha I'd be going oh dear Uh, how can I uh, get out of this deal and uh, put one of these new young fellas on?
0: New Hondas or Ducati's inside the top seven. Nakagami was
1: the highest finishing
0: Honda in eighth. Uh, Just ahead of him, of course, with Alessius Bargra having a good ride. Miguel Oliveira as well came through. Great result for the Portuguese rider.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, he's had a rough time and I think he's, you know, injuries last year and the bike wasn't good last year. It is now and it's almost like he's building up in confidence.
0: Let's go now to Matt. It's a maiden podium in MotoGP for Franco Morbidelli. I'm sure that's a big weight lifted off the Italian shoulders. Let's cross over to Matt now, who's live with Franco.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. I'm delighted to be joined by Franco Morbidelli. First podium finish for you in MotoGP Franco. You were the strongest Yamaha rider all weekend and crucially the strongest Yamaha rider when it really mattered in the race. You must be so thrilled to have that first MotoGP
3: podium. I am. I am really happy about this uh, this podium. Um, I wanted it. Um, I looked for it all the weekend, we started well this weekend, we had a great pace since lap one. And I saw clearly that uh, I had a, a real uh, clear uh, chance to get it. That's what I tried to do in the race, I tried to make a good start and uh, bring the bike to the end. Uh, halfway through, uh, I saw Brett coming, coming over uh, really fast and I knew he had the medium tyre, so I, I just tried to don't, don't bother him too much and uh, just try to bring my machine to the end. And finally we get this, this podium, and I'm, I'm really thankful I have to thank uh, Yamaha, I have to thank SIC Petronas, uh, they did a great job, uh, not just this weekend, they did a great job generally. Uh, thanks to them and thanks to all my uh, people at home. Now, a little bit of rest, just a little bit, and we go to Austria.
2: The tyre choice was always going to be critical. We've seen the riders have problems with the grip over the longer distances all weekend. Did the soft rear tyre perform pretty much how you expected, or were there any surprises for you in that race?
3: Well, the surprise was uh, the other, I had another drop five laps from the end it was a surprise because uh, as we say we were saying yesterday uh, five laps from the end it was the unknown uh, moment of the race and uh, i had another drop but i was able to manage it well because uh, i was uh, i was gentle on the tires in the first 15 laps so i was able to bring the bike to the end in second position which is uh, really good for me really good for the team and uh, I'm, I'm just happy. And
2: were you surprised that it was Binder that was your strongest competitor today? And what was it like when he came past you? Because he has much better pace. I mean, he looks so, yeah. so strong today.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations to Brad. Congratulations to his machine. They did uh, a great job. Uh, he, his pace and his uh, grip level was, uh, was, 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 was really good. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit uh, down about that because I was hoping to catch the win but anyway I have to be happy because it's my first podium so I have to be uh, thankful for that and I have to take this uh, good energy and bring it over to the next races. Franco, it's your first MotoGP
2: podium, I'm sure it won't be the last. Many, many congratulations, a great ride today, great weekend all around here in Brno. we'll see you in a few days time in Austria. Thank you. Thanks, back to you guys Steve. Thanks, uh, Matt. Yeah, the ever-laid-back Franco Morbidelli. uh, Great, great
0: performance from him. It's not often he gets the chance to outshine his teammate Fabio Quattararo. You mentioned it, well, we've mentioned it a lot over the weekend and for many rounds now. Uh, Considering his back's been against the wall, when he originally lined up next to Fabio Quattararo, it was supposed to be him as the number one rider, and quite clearly that wasn't the way it's gone. So... To, to fight back from that and, and not let it get to your head, it must be such a great feeling. And it's great for us to see that he's come through that.
1: It's, you know, it's quite rare that you have guys like Fabio jump in to GP and go straight to the front, you know? Most of them build up like, Oliveira, I think, is. He just had a couple of knockbacks. How Franco is, that's a normal way, you know. And I think teams fully expect Franco to keep building, you know, Oliveira to keep building. But you have those special ones like we've seen from Brad now and uh, Fabio, but that's not usual, you know. So F- Franco's doing the normal great rider progress, you know.
0: Just wondering how Brad Binder's feeling at the moment, because, of course, from the podium, didn't look like it had sunk in. And, and he has to now, of course, go conduct all of these interviews. Uh, He'll be here shortly in the press conference as well. At what point is it going to sink in for him? It's a shame that his mum and dad can't be here, of course. They've supported him throughout. But just, I'm, I'm absolutely astonished. I was lost for words in the commentary box. With his racecraft, we just, like we said earlier, we know how good he is, but I mean, it's like he's been doing this for years. This is his
1: third Grand Prix. Well, I'm going to repeat, you can see him there on the screen now doing what he always does, and that is put 100% in. And that, as watchers, you know, whether you're an X Rider or just a fan on the sofa, you know, you love seeing someone put in 100%, you know, and that's what Brad always does, and it's uh, what, you know, makes uh, the whole paddock. A bit of a fan of his you know and i think there's nothing obviously not taking anything away from brad but ktm put the package under him that he could just ride it like that the whole way and, and win you know uh, how so wonderful! Impressive.
0: not just for brad but how wonderful is it to have a new manufacturer oh, winning in, in MotoGP as know well
1: i like that you know the more the better and uh ktm have been you know they've had a tough few years you know been got a hard time from a lot of people and now we get to speak to Brad as if well, first winner.
0: Look at that smile on the face of Brad Binder. What a day for him. Let's cross over now and get his thoughts. He's with Matt.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. Can you believe it? In just this third MotoGP race, history made for Brad Binder. Brad, can you put into words you're the first South African ever <laughs> to win in MotoGP, the first rider ever to win in MotoGP for
4: KTM. This one's going to take quite some time to sink in, I'd imagine. It hasn't sunk in yet, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Today was the most incredible day of my life so far um it's that day i've dreamt of since i was a child and gosh to for it to come true and my third grand prix is scary <laughs> oh, honestly i can't believe it it's been from the day starting in red Bull rookies cup it's just been a, a consistent grind, trying to get here and uh you know, I came through the class of Red Bull KTM and here we are on top and we finally won in MotoGP. You started seventh. I mean, you were
2: 50 to one this morning with the bookies to win that race. When did you actually start to think, do you know what?
4: I've got a real chance of actually winning this Grand Prix. You know, I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I, sat, I sat behind Fabio and I could keep his pace quite easy. And uh, as the race went on, I saw I was stronger than him, so I made the overtake on Fabio. And, uh, yeah, then once I caught uh, Franco, I sat there for a lap and I saw that I had a good advantage in the grip. So uh, I just waited and then I tried to attack as soon as I over- made the overtake. And, uh, you know, I honestly, I was just waiting because I thought maybe the last three laps someone's going to come because my pace dropped so hectic, but obviously everyone's did. So uh, I just pushed so hard the last three laps. I'll try to, I think it was the cleanest three laps i've ever done and uh incredible what a day my team gave me such an amazing bike my bike worked so good i can't even explain it was actually it was actually surprising me today uh, very often and uh hats off to my team they they worked so well this weekend we didn't start in a great way but we got to the bike to an unbelievable place and uh we won our first Grand Prix together. Brad, you've won races in Moto 3, a World Championship in Moto 3. You've been a race winner in Moto
2: 2 as well for Red Bull and for KTM. But to win in Moto GP, <laughs> how special is that feeling? It must be unreal.
4: Uh, but I, I, honestly, I don't think it's ever going to settle. <laughs> honestly, I don't. It's. The first time I won in Moto3, I thought, this is insane, like, I was quite content with that. If that was the end, that was okay. (laughs) And, you know, if we look at where we are today, it's just unbelievable. All All with Red Bull, all with KTM, we've won in all three classes, and I hope this is the beginning of something great. KTM, obviously, like you say, put an incredible motorcycle underneath It's
2: hard to believe it was only three years ago that they entered this World Championship. And a lot of that work has been done behind the scenes by Danny Pedrosa. So a lot of guys take the credit, but do you think Danny's had a, a real big influence in
4: turning the motorcycle around this year? For sure. I mean, you know, it's a huge team effort. If you, the amount of people working in our box is scary. It's insane. It's still something I can't get used to. There's so many guys that are just grinding it out, you know, and they they don't leave one in they don't leave anything behind they try every single thing you can imagine and uh i need to say a huge thank you to every single person in my box ktm the bosses what an unbelievable day and we're going to austria next week i think you've probably (laughs) got a
2: a lifetime contract now (laughs) with red bull and ktm Uh, a pretty special weekend coming up for the for the whole factory and of course yourself and ktm
4: yeah and it's insane uh, Austria is a track I love. I've always gone well there in the past. And it's, uh, it's the home Grand Prix for Red Bull and KTM. So it's going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to be tough to follow up this one. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I think let's enjoy today and then we worry about that when Friday comes. Are you even starting to think about being
2: a, a championship contender? Because we saw in both the Hareth races that you had incredible pace, probably pace that without the mistakes you could have been on the podium after this victory today are you actually thinking do you know what i've got a realistic chance of fighting for this championship this year which is astonishing
4: when you've had just three grand prix in the premier class this morning i was quite shocked that i was fifth in (laughs) warm-up so we're talking about world championships (laughs) to, to think we won today is something that's not going to set in for a while and i just want to take things one day at a time you know it's the way i've always approached every race and it's the way i want to keep things Brad, enjoy it, soak
2: it up, because it was an absolute pleasure and privilege to watch you do your business out there today. It wasn't easy, but you made it look easy. Super congratulations. I'm sure there's going to be some big parties going off in South Africa right now. Huge congratulations. I can't wait. Thank you very much. Back to you guys, I think we've got a very happy South African here.
0: Wow, oh, that was incredible. How can you not love that guy? Let me tell you, it takes something to get the waterworks going for uh, Simon Crafar. And I can tell you that he's been wiping away the tears here, Simon. Just analyse and reflect on the words, if you can, if you can, because it's an emotional moment for Brad. Uh, we all love him. And I could see here, even standing here next to you, that you're emotional just listening to that.
1: When he started, that's what got me, you know, because I mean, I know that feeling, he was talking about his dreams, and, and uh, today, you know, he's reached where he wanted to be, you know, I, basically, and I, I won one, he's going to win more, for sure, <laughs> he's, he's awesome, but I, it just got me because I know how hard it is to work all the way through, the, you know, to get to where he is today.
0: Well, I've got to say, i would give you a big hug right now if we were allowed to, but we're not. <laughs> yeah, sorry about just, um, it I, I'm trying to keep it together myself because we're going to be speaking to Brad shortly in here. But let's just go back now to Matt. This gives us a chance for a breath. And here now from Joanne Zarco. What a weekend it's been for him. Pole position for the Responsorama team here yesterday and now a podium as well. What a story. What a day for the Frenchman. Let's go over to Matt now
2: yeah thanks a lot steve it's been quite a year for french talent in the motor gp world championship hasn't it and joan zarko an incredible pole position yesterday which i think surprised everybody surprised yeah, even me? yourself yeah <laughs> so uh, how surprised are you to be on the podium today
5: <laughs> also, also because i was expecting um, uh, to be stronger at the beginning of the race i mean to be first or second and when i saw Morbidelli going away uh, I was feeling that I can't follow him because the, really the first laps with the new tyres, uh, I got a good feeling on the bike. But I missed the start and uh, losing this position on the start gave me in a critical position. Even it was, I was feeling I can be fast, it was not enough to overtake the other guys. And after four, five laps already a top three uh, is going away. Paul overtook me. Because he was uh, a little bit faster and he tried to catch uh, for sure Brad that he he got the motivation to to catch him. But uh, after again a few laps he began to do a few mistakes going a bit wide. So I tried to to come in in the first corner, keeping well my line, thinking he's going to see me. But it seems not. And when we got the the contact, I was not sure if he crashed. But then I was not hearing him anymore. So... I was a bit wary because I know the the rules and things can happen in that kind of situation. But no things was coming, and then I got the long lap, and in that moment, uh, I was third, and I was I was thinking I'm gonna lose position, so then it's gonna be very difficult to to fight for the podium. But during this long lap, no one was passing me, and from this moment, I got like a second breath, thinking, okay, now if I push well, try to focus on Morbidelli to, to catch him, I can save the third position, so I did it, but the end was not easy with Rins, so I closed well the door and it worked well. There's so many talking points
2: in that race, one of them will be, of course, the incident with Paul Spargo. I mean, do you think the penalty was was fair
5: or a little bit harsh? It's always difficult to, to judge uh, this kind of thing, as long as I can finish on the podium, uh, uh, It has been a a good weekend for me from pole position then finish on the podium and uh, it's um, anyway I think yeah for this situation was better the long lap than for example drop a position or or go to right through because the right through is too long so no and it's also part of the the race You you go in because the guy is going wide so you try to overtake and sometimes up in the contact we must uh, remember that we are racing uh, and not dancing i want to talk to
2: you about the long lap penalty because that was incredible i mean dirty part of the circuit you went through there with your knee down you didn't lose a position how did you do that long lap because from the outside it looked super <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah true uh, i don't know i was just <laughs> leaning keeping the knee on the floor and waiting someone is overting me I was ready to count one two three but no one was coming and uh, maybe because I'm I love also to to, to ride back on, on the road uh, in south of France. Maybe I'm used to, <laughs> to have a wide corners uh, safe uh, with safety.
2: And of course, next week, Jean we go to Austria, a circuit which we know traditionally is very strong for Ducati. You've got the, the GP19, which won the race there last year. So this, must, this weekend in general must have given you a real big lift in confidence, pole position and the podium that you can maybe repeat being at the front again next weekend or in the next two weekends in Austria, of course.
5: It's true, Spielberg is uh, always a pretty good truck for Ducati, as long as you can use well the bike uh, correctly and uh, this pole position and podium will bring my confidence and my, and my wishes really high for Spielberg, so don't get any pressure for it. All what I did this weekend is like a bonus and pretty good for me to have a good relationship with Ducati. But if I can, yes, repeat uh, a podium uh, during the next two weeks, this is going to be just perfect great to see you back on the podium Joe many many congratulations Uh, we'll see you in a few
2: days time in uh, Austria congratulations yeah back to you guys actually podium finishes here in uh, Renault yeah
0: thanks very much Matt Uh, we're racing not dancing I love that line Um, great great fun as ever with Joe Anzarko there Simon
1: I, I don't think there'd be very many people not happy to see him back riding like the old Joan Zarco, you know, because he's had a really tough time, is not he, you know?
0: He spared Ducati's blushes a bit today as well.
1: Exactly. It was kind of a very strange day, wasn't it, you know? (laughs) More than strange. (laughs) I mean, I'll go back to very happy to see him back, riding like he. we know he can, you know. First time we've seen him ride like that on the Duke or on anything since he got off the Yamaha. Before
0: we go, of course, we must talk about the World Championship leader, Fabio Quattararo. Started in the middle of the front row. Got off to a decent start, Simon, and, and got into a decent rhythm in the Early stages behind his teammate Franco Morbidelli, but he obviously ran into trouble a lot earlier than Franco Morbidelli, which you kind of thought might happen looking at the the weekend's proceedings.
1: yeah totally. Um... He has struggled more with grip drop more than his teammate all weekend, hasn't he? Like Franco's turned up here and seemed to be the only guy not to be really struggling, you know? And uh, it it showed exactly the same in the race.
0: I mean, the good news for him, ultimately, although he ended up finishing in seventh and and dropping through, this is a moment where he had a bit of contact with Alex Rins is he's actually extended his championship lead. So when all is said and done, uh, it's not the end of the world.
1: Not at all. Like, I mean, you know to to lose so little points wise and not to fall on a day where it's so easy to fall mm. is like you've got to he's got to go away and be happy you know if this is one of his bad ones like uh mark often talks about but mark's bad ones are second uh, you know well, but true. yeah he's got to be happy
0: okay well simon thanks as ever from uh, you what a day this has been thanks to matt burt as well we're about to head into the press conference We've got so much to talk about in Spielberg in a few days' time. I'm going to get myself comfy, ready to talk to the top three. In the meantime, thank-